This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Daily talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. And we are off. It is the Daily Tip for BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great to have you with us on a Women of Wagertainment Wednesday. Coming up, as we get you ready for Super Bowl 58, we're going to bring in a very special guest, John Hewing, who handles data and public relations for BetMGM and find out where the money is going and all the other things you'd like to know about the big game coming up this weekend. At 8.20, find out who BetQL's Kate Constable is backing on Sunday when we chat with the host of The Better Angle. And finally, at 8.40, it is money-making time. and We give you our favorite plays on the board on this Wednesday. Chelsea, one thing I'm going to ask John about is – these numbers and how do you set so many different numbers for so many different bets across the board before we get into that let me ask you as someone who is a gambling gal are you good at setting numbers or projecting what a total or a side might be because i can tell you i'm not good at it no i don't have an algorithm i don't have a monte (laughs) carlo simulation and i am in awe of these people that do because I feel like there are two different types of people who come into the gambling media. They're the mathematicians and the people who come from usually the DFS background where they do this to try to win a bunch of money and they've won, you know, the Millie maker or whatever it is. And then there's the people who are in gambling media just because we like gambling. Like I like betting on things. I have for a long time, lived in Vegas, lived in Reno. So no, that is not my background. I was not sitting at the casino because I was running (laughs) calculations on some of these games. I just, I like to bet. Yeah, well, I was just curious because you have more experience in that area than I do having lived at a casino. So let's bring in John Ewing. You probably follow him on Twitter at John Ewing and know his work. He handles data and PR for BetMGM. So, John, good morning to you. Thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. And let me start with that very question, which is when you have these endless amount of bets online that you can make, then how much time is spent into setting these numbers and then getting them posted? Yeah, our trading team works really hard to post uh, a bunch of Super Bowl props. Uh, by kickoff, we'll have close to a thousand markets available, uh, depending on your jurisdiction. So it's a full-time job, and we got a full trading team that works day and night to monitor it. Chelsea, I think I'm, I'm muted. There. Sorry. Um, you do PR for BetMGM and I'm always interested to see your tweets because you put these stats and these trends out 
that you say, okay, NBA favorites, the last two days, 15 and 0 straight up. I'm always wondering which trends you choose to tweet and which ones you see and you're like, okay, that's not a trend. How do you decide? Anything that's interesting. Uh, favorites going on a streak like that, yeah, the public likes to know. It's, uh, it's topical, mm -hmm. right? Uh, does it mean that they're going to continue to win? Of course not. But it's something that uh, betters like to, to be educated on. We're talking with John Ewing, who handles data and PR for BetMGM. So how much money will you see come in, say, later on this week, as opposed to when the lines first come out? Do you anticipate more public money? Is that when the bets really come in as we get closer to game time? Yeah, we're going to see uh, a lot of action as we approach the, the weekend and kickoff. I would say we only have maybe about 20% of total bets wagered on the Super Bowl right now. Uh, and with oh. it being uh, legal in more states, with the Super Bowl being in Las Vegas, and of course, you know, you have the Taylor Swift effect, we expect a lot of interest from casual bettors. Okay, so I'm not sure if this is your job description or not. But when we see this line, and we've actually seen it go from, you know, one and a half to two, uh, you know, I, I know it opened at three, but still it's back to two, and the Niners are favored here. But yet we see an he a heavy influx of money on the Chiefs. So it's wild to me, you know, the Chiefs are still underdogs here, but I'm thinking, are there any liabilities that BetMGM has on the Niners that could be affecting the spread as well? You're right. Um, 49ers are favored by two right now. We have 69% of bets, 72% of the money coming in on the Chiefs spread. Uh, it's over 80% on the money line. So there's getting a ton of support from, from the public. Um, and there's not been a ton of movement necessarily in the line. We do have a large liability on the 49ers from a Super Bowl futures market. Um, mm -hmm. But if we continue to get this lopsided action come kickoff, that's going to overwhelm the, the future liability and we'll still we'll probably need the 49ers to win. So, John, I'm curious about that. When you when you talk about, OK, you got the Chiefs money coming in, but there's a liability on the Niners, but that could change as you get closer to game time. So how much does that liability and certainly you you incorporate where the bets are coming in, but how much does that liability affect where the line is set? The line is based purely off of the matchup. It has nothing to do okay. with the, the future market. Um, it's just a matter of how the book's going to shake out at the end. If, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if we need the Chiefs to win or if we need them to lose. Uh, I mean, if, if the game kicked off right now, uh, it really wouldn't matter necessarily who won or lost. It would probably just come down to uh, the player props. And, and if there's a high-scoring game and a bunch of overs hit mm -hmm. and a bunch of uh, players find the end zone, then it would be a good outcome for betters. And if you know it trends a little lower scoring, it'd probably be a better outcome for the sportsbook. Okay, so what's the public loving when it comes to prop bets? What are some of the most bet on prop bets right now? Everybody loves props. Uh, this is maybe the, the best part of the Super Bowl, right? As I said, mm -hmm. um, potentially up to a thousand different markets will be available by kickoff. Um, and it's anything from novelty props like the coin toss and the Gatorade bath to, you know, how many rushing yards will Patrick Mahomes have? 
Uh, and, and the most popular prop right now is a, a novelty prop that's going to uh, cash before the game actually starts, and it's the coin toss. Believe it or not, people love, um, you know, <laughs> bets that are decided quickly. So uh, coin toss is very popular, and a majority of bets, 55%, are on heads. Uh, the Gatorade bath is another popular prop, and that's going to be at the end of the game. Orange is uh, the most popular wager there and actually has seen the line move in its direction. It opened plus 550. It's now plus 325, and uh, 33% of the money is on Orange to be dumped on the winning head coach. <laughs> uh, I love how people just love betting those those props. And you know what? I'm one of those people. We're talking with John Ewing, who does data and public relations for Bet MGM. He's a great follow on Twitter as well at John Ewing. So, John, I oh, I hesitate to ask this question. You mentioned the Taylor Swift effect, but how how much can you quantify that? Because I and not to stereotype, but Taylor Swift fans aren't necessarily sports betters, but certainly you're going to have some sort of subgroup there that gets more interested in sports betting or maybe just casual fans who say, okay, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find something involving this bet. How much of a tangible effect has it had? You're right. It's hard to tease it out exactly, especially again, yeah. when you consider that one is the Super Bowl. We continue to uh, expand legalized betting in new States. Uh, so to say specifically how many new bets or betters are coming in on Taylor Swift uh, or because of her, I don't have a precise number for you, but we do anticipate this to be the most bet Super Bowl in bet MGM history and to see a large amount of action from betters in Vegas where the Super Bowl is being played. Okay, John, you've been doing this for a while, I think. And I always like following your tweets because sometimes it almost implies like fade the public. And if you're listening, follow him on Twitter, at John Ewing. This shapes up to be what could be a very public Super Bowl. We have talked about the majority of money on the Super Bowl being going towards the Chiefs. Do you think it's a good idea to just strictly fade the public, or is the public ever right? Of course the public's right uh, sometimes. And the sharp side and the public side, it's always in a, a battle, but... Uh, I think if you are wagering on the Super Bowl, you should uh, factor in as much information as possible before placing a, a bet, you know, uh, whether that's your, your own research or that from other experts. Uh, personally, I'm a Chiefs fan. So uh, regardless of what the line or what side the public is on, I'm going to be rooting for Kansas City to win. We're talking with John Ewing doing data and PR for BetMGM. So, John, what is the i'm curious behind the scenes when you talk about this team doing so much work how does this compare obviously this is the biggest event of the year right can you put in perspective as far as money and the work behind the scenes how much this game in particular compares to any other event could be the nba finals could be world cup whatever it is yeah it's all hands on deck for the whole bet mgm team every trader is working on the super bowl uh, and the Super Bowl is by far the most bet event of the football season and of each year. So uh, regardless of what happens uh, after February, the Super Bowl is still going to be the most bet in terms of tickets and handle. Okay, so do you have any sharp bets that have come in? Like, you know the people. Usually the sports bets uh, have some identified betters that they qualify as sharps. Do we have any sharp bets or big bets? that you guys have taken over at BetMGM in the last week? 
Yes. Uh, the thing that's interesting about the Super Bowl is that you'll often see um, betters come down on both sides of the line. Um, there's not always just a, a sharp side, per se, uh, and different betters have uh, opinions that vary, right? So uh, there have been some large bets taken at BetMGM. Nothing that we can share at this time, but as we get closer to oh. kickoff, I'm sure we'll be posting a few <laughs> on social media. So, John, I, just on a personal level, I'm, you know, if you're a Chiefs fan, like, and, and obviously this would never affect the integrity of your work, I would never suggest that. But I guess my question is, how strange is it to be in this world where you see money coming in on one side or the other and you're setting and investigating where you should set numbers for the biggest game on the planet and your team is in it? Yeah, well, the nice thing for me is the traders handle all of the lines, all of the yeah. betting. I just get to talk about it. Uh, so as you said, there's <laughs> no bias or influence that I have on sure. on the outcome. Um, it's just fun when your team can make it this far. And of course, having Patrick Mahomes, I feel like we'll have a chance for a long time here. All right. So what about Travis Kelsey? We have seen his line move significantly. I feel like last week it was 65 and a half yards. Now it's up to 70 and a half. How much has his popularity, you think, in pop culture and dating Taylor Swift, do you think this affects the line at all? Because clearly the line's moving, and we know he is a good player. He is more than just Taylor Swift's boyfriend. But how popular has it been for betters to bet on Travis Kelsey this year? He's been one of the most popular prop bets uh, all season, one of the uh, most popular players to score a touchdown all season, and that's no different in the Super Bowl. He's uh, the most bet player to win Super Bowl MVP. He's the most bet player to score an anytime touchdown. He's the most bet player to score uh, the first touchdown, and 95% of bets are on him to go over that 78-and-a-half receiving yard prop that you mentioned just a moment ago. So uh, Kelsey's had a fantastic three games in the postseason so far and that paired with his uh you know increased level of recognition due to taylor swift has betters uh wanting to back him he is john ewing who handles data and public relations for bet mgm make sure you give him a follow on twitter at john ewing you get a lot of great information there john we appreciate the time and enjoy the rest of the week i know it's going to be crazy but we appreciate it thanks for having me on you bet. I love going behind the curtain. You peel it back and you're like, oh, wow, that's so fascinating. I can't imagine being like I was talking to him about being a Chiefs fan and also just seeing all this. Act. He has to be really excited. If you love sports betting, I mean, you talk about being right in the eye of the hurricane. Like you're a Chiefs fan. You can't wait for the game. And also you're seeing money coming in everywhere. Both sides. The line could move. Maybe it won't. It's got to be pretty exciting. Even though when I'm a fan of a team that's up for something good, which usually is never the case with my teams, I feel more nervous when everybody likes my side. Aren't you like that with Texas? Like when all of yes. the public is on your team, you're like, uh-oh, something's got to go problem. astray. And that's the feeling that I kind of get with this Chiefs and Niners game. Doesn't it yeah. feel like everything has been going right for the Chiefs of the last few games? Like that is the only sabotage factor I can think of is – you know, they're going to run into a bad game. And mm -hmm. it could be the Super Bowl. could be this game. I think that's really what I come down to is this. of it, And this is a very simplification, a, quite a simplification of a handicap, which is 
I understand and I believe that the Chiefs, you can make the Chiefs, I think, a case for the Chiefs more so than you can for the 49ers, but everyone is making that case. Everyone. And then I think, well, isn't this when Vegas just like rakes in the money, just like last year when everyone was on the Eagles and the Chiefs won? And so I'm a little worried. Sometimes the square side, public side is the right side, but that you're right. It's the one thing that gives me pause. Coming up next, it is a Women of Wagertainment Wednesday, so we got to bring in our Kate Constable to find out what she thinks about the big game. It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM Sheraton. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the show. The Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. She is Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Before we get to Kate Constable, who's coming up shortly, we'll talk to her about the big game on Sunday. Did you see this story? It's going to be part of a promotion on Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, ads are going to be all over the place. And M&M's, as part of their new advertising campaign, they're going to hand out rings called Rings of Comfort to great NFL players who came really close to winning a Super Bowl but never did, like Dan Marino, T.O., Bruce Smith. And these are actual 14-karat gold rings with man-made diamonds forged from peanut butter. And so (laughs) they look like Super Bowl rings, but they say almost champions, and they've got a sad M&M in the middle. You must get paid a lot of money to be in that ad because I don't want to be in an ad for M&M's getting an almost champions ring. I mean, you can look at the ring. It looks really cool. It's a real 14 karat gold ring, but it says almost champions on it. Would you wear this bad boy? I think I would try to punch the person in the face that gave this to me. Think of the most competitive person you know. Think of these guys who were at the top of their game, and just because they didn't win a Super Bowl, M&M's is handing them something. Almost champions. I would slap them in the face. Like, sit down. (laughs) This is not funny. This is a cruel joke. I would absolutely hate this. Oh, I wouldn't like it either. That's why I'm like, all right, how much you pay me for this? Because I'm not doing this just for the ring. You're going to have to give me some cold, hard cash. Almost champions. I'm going to wear an almost champions ring around. It has an M&M in the middle. I got a gold jacket in my closet. I'm a Hall of Famer. You want me to wear this M&M's ring around? Absolutely not. Terrible idea. I know. No way. No way. Before we get to Kate, Chelsea, here's something we can all agree with. The BetMGM Big Game Prop Bet Challenge. Say that three times fast. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back. No, we, hey, you watch it, lady. You wait. You're coming in at the end of the show. I got to talk about the BetMGM Big Game Prop Bet Challenge because BetMGM is giving online sportsbook customers the chance to win a grand prize of up to $58,000. All you have to do 
is to predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of eligible users. Just find the promotions tab on the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com. Your chance to win 58 grand. And let's keep the winning going with the host of The Better Angle. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. It's Clark. She fires. And goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. Here we go. It is a Women Awake Entertainment Wednesday. So we bring in the host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. It is Kate Constable. Kate, good morning to you. I don't even know where to start here. And you know what I'll do? I'm going to save the actual game predictions for a little bit later because we were talking about the halftime show. And I see that if you had a chance to choose your own personal halftime show, I want you to reveal to the people because I would have never guessed this and I love it. Uh, yeah, if I had to choose the halftime show, uh, I would pick Ja Rule and Ashanti to perform. How amazing yes. would that be? Like those old school songs back in the day, you got Mesmerize, Put It On Me. Like those, <laughs> that duo was unbelievable. I'm going to be like, now that I've got that in my head, I'm going to the gym later, Ashanti, Ja Rule playlist all afternoon. That's going to be the thing. Oh my God. All of their songs sounded exactly the same. Like, you could listen to one and be like, is this fantastic. this song? No. Like, it's good for one song. But did they need to do it five times? No. And here's the <laughs> other thing. If you're going to bring Ja Rule, you would probably have to bring back J-Lo. Because didn't she do some duets with him? Like, during that generation? Oh, yeah. I think I think she might have, yes. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be great. Like, Christina Milian. I mean, like, wouldn't, like, Lil Kim oh. be amazing? That would be awesome. Oh, that was yeah. my like Missy Elliott. Um, Missy Elliott, I'm on board. The type Missy of music during that time that I actually listened to and could like sing the songs with it. Now I'm just like I feel old and completely out of touch when it comes to music. I don't know who half these celebrities are. Um, and like Chelsea, we were talking about it. No, like Spotify streaming, all of that stuff. So I don't get um introduced to a lot of new mm-hmm. music because I'm kind of just stuck in what I typically listen to. But back in the day, um, high school, like those were, those songs were just the best. Uh, I love nineties, early two thousands, hip hop and R and B. God, I remember going to like a middle school party in somebody's garage. And we were listening to that. We're like, God, Jaw Rule yeah. is so cool. <laughs> and JLo, we all want to do that. And we're like suburban white kids. Um, but yeah, exactly. it was a great exactly. generation for music, but like, Christina, Christina Million, mm, you lost me it. there. Like that would take me back to like the school, high school dances in your cafeteria when everyone's just like grinding on each other and all sweaty and gross. And like, you're like 15 and weird things are going on. That was <laughs> what a time to be alive. Right. <laughs> Ew. I just ate, Kate. This is disgusting. I do remember those days very vividly, so especially right, now so true. that you painted that picture. Right? All right, so let's get to the Super Bowl because uh, this is going <laughs> off the transition. rails a little bit. All right, so let's get to some of your bets. Uh, let's look at the first half. Looks like you have an angle on just the first half of this game, which I'm not going to lie. I'm having trouble picking the full game, so maybe I need to take notes here. What's your play in the first half? 
Yeah, so for the first half of this game, I like the Chiefs um, over one and a half rounds. You get the plus 160. So I think the Chiefs are scoring a bunch in the first half. Their second half unders have been, um, if you're taking the under, unbelievable this year. They're only averaging... Mm -hmm. Uh, what is it like seven and a half points in the second half but over 14 and a half points in the first half they're averaging just over 15 over the postseason so they're scoring quite a bit and instead of taking a Chiefs team total over it for like minus 110 take them to have over one and a half touchdowns for plus one six. I think that's a great look and then if they're going to be scoring two touchdowns you might as well just take Chiefs on the money line you can get that at plus 105 so two kind of correlated uh plus money bets I know then you're kind of cornered into needing a really good half from the Chiefs but this is a team that's experienced they've been there before I don't think the nerves are going to uh, be as apparent for them in the first half as possibly they will be for Brock Purdy and the 49ers so targeting the Chiefs early is uh what I like in this game plus the uh, the 49ers are much better in the second half I mean you think about they're against the Packers, against the Lions. They're averaging 14 points in the second half. So I think we see Chiefs early, a 49ers comeback, and uh, I'm on the Chiefs to win too. We're talking with Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. And you also have a prop here on Christian McCaffrey. And one of the reasons why I really like this is because you're actually getting it at plus money, which is hard to do with any McCaffrey bet. Yeah, so I wanted to bet Christian McCaffrey's gonna find the end zone like when does the kid not it's evable but to first half and i do realize that these are kind of like yes i'm taking the chiefs to win the first half and to go over one and a half touchdowns i'm not taking them to cover like a, a massive number or anything so we can still get a score from christian mccaffrey in the first half and hit both of those other bets um but i like mccaffrey in the first half that's plus 130 over at bet mgm he has 25 total touchdowns this season 16 of those have come in the first half he scored in 15 games this year he has a first half touchdown in 30 games and the 49ers you know to drives early their first 15 Kyle Shanahan has been really great with that all season. So I like McCaffrey to uh, find the end zone in the first half. You get some plus money versus laying, laying some juice for an anytime touchdown or banking on the first. This way, he just needs first half. Okay, so Jenks and I were discussing this. Is there a way to actually use analysis in the color of the Gatorade? Because it looks like you have a play on it. Is this just a gut feeling or did you try to find some kind of angle here? No, this is just kind of a gut feeling um, because, yes, everyone's going to have Gatorade in one of those bins, right? Athletes always do. But what else do they always have? They always have water on the sidelines. So depending on which coach is, is the winning coach and which bucket of water Gatorade he's closest to, like there's a good chance it's water or something clear. Um, you can get that 12 to 1. If I'm going to take a shot at a Gatorade color, I don't want a, I don't know, a plus 100 something. I want to go big, uh, 12 to 1. The other one, I guess this is kind of contradicting myself. If you do want to take something that's maybe a little bit more likely, orange, that was the color when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl back in 2019 and beat the 49ers. They were drinking orange Gatorade. That was what was poured on Andy Reid. So if you think that maybe the Chiefs, you know, like the like orange Gatorade with you know the colors of their uniform and all that jazz um, and also maybe a little superstitious with wanting to have the same thing that they had when they won that Super Bowl maybe you take orange but a long shot I like clear or water oh 
We're talking to Kate Constable. She is host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Okay, Kate, I see this in the rundown. You're looking for Super Bowl food recommendations, and I'm about this all day long. I'm sure Chelsea has some suggestions as well. So before we get to that, what do you generally like if you're talking about a big game, if you're talking about a big event? What do you generally go with? Are you just like, ah, I'll just fire up the Domino's app and just get a pizza? Well, that was that's the that's the topic of discussion in my house because we're hosting a Super Bowl party, and my oh. husband's like, "What do you want me? What do you want me to order?" And I I said, "Just you know, pizza or wings. That's football-y. And he was like, "Really? You know, there's there's beefs. We could get Chipotle. We could get sandwiches. We could you know all sorts of things. Mexican. But wouldn't that be weird to have like Mexican food, tacos at a Super Bowl party? Doesn't it feel like you have to have wings or pizza?" Yeah, I think my vote would be something that is a finger food, something that doesn't require forks and knives, something that's more of like, you know, an appetizer or heavy hors d'oeuvres. I think that's the correct terminology, like something that has a little substance to it. But still, you can walk by and, you know, drive by and get a a piece of something. So chicken tenders. I personally don't like wings in a public setting because they get all over your face. So as opposed yeah. to wings, you do chicken nuggets, you do chicken tenders. Pizza is always a reliable and safe choice because most people are going to like it because that goes into it as well. What is everybody going to be liking? Yeah. And then I would say some kind of dip, buffalo dip, whatever, something you can dip, dip uh, a chip into. Oh, I'm going to make buffalo chicken dip. I do that every year. I like the chicken tender idea, though. Oh, yeah. That's better than wings. Because we have wings all the time. We have people over every Sunday for, to watch football games, and we have wings every weekend. So I need to differentiate it a little. Otherwise, people are going to get bored. Well, mm-hmm. I have the perfect person to break up this discussion. He's the resident big boy. Come on in here, Double D. I know, you, I know you've got some <laughs> ideas. Come on, buddy. Well, I mean, you can always go with one of my favorite things of all time, and it's one of my favorite words in the whole world. Go with a nice charcuterie board there, Kate with some oh, nice meats and cheeses, maybe a little grapes. It'll pair that's nice. That's classy. Yeah. And you little show a little class. Um, I'm always about like a, like a spinach bread bowl is always a big hit with, with all my, with all my fans and all my big hefty boys that we do. But yeah, we, we typically do the pizza and the beer. You know what? Uh, a, a nacho platter might not be a bad idea. Uh, you could do, to, oh. you could do your, a build your own taco or build your own burrito kind of thing as well. There's a lot of things. Trust we've been down these roads as, as the fat kids that we are. This, this is not only the player Super Bowl. This is a fat person Super Bowl too, Kate. Let's just get that straight right now. This is where we don't feel bad about eat overeating whatsoever. Okay. Earlier in the show, you and Jenks were talking about how you never eat. And now it's okay. We love eating. <laughs> Pick a side there. Well, no, 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 no. On on a usual day, I typically do not eat until dinner time because I am so busy and I just don't think about it. On special occasions, such as the Super Bowl, you plan this stuff out, Chelsea, because it is very important right. to enjoy the game. Can we get Kate's take here? Kate, is it ever a time where you're too busy to eat? I have never gone a single no. day without not eating till five. These boys are crazy. Uh, 
absolutely not. I don't understand when uh, men say that. I it's like literally the moment we get off here, I'm going into the kitchen to make breakfast, and it's only seven thirty. Like I'm gonna be starving by ten again and have to eat again. But David, I do like the char- charcuterie board. I think we'll do that. I think maybe we'll do some chips and dip for sure. Buffalo dip tenders, Chelsea. That's great. Maybe a little pizza on the side. Call it a day. Yeah, I think that's exactly yes. now we have the full spread. We're ready to go. Thank you, Double D. I knew yeah. you'd come through for us. Kate, thanks so much. Enjoy your Super Bowl party and good to hear from you as always. Thanks, Coming guys, up next on the show. You bet. We'll see you soon. Our favorite plays as we try to make you some money on this Wednesday. She is Chelsea. I'm Jinx. Oh, yeah. Best bets next on the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by Madam Jim. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you all week. You better you bet, and BetMGM tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. The Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. Chelsea Jake's best bets come your way momentarily. Well, that's it, Chelsea. All that food talk has gotten me going. I don't know what I'm going to order here, but it's going to be some food soon. Although I am sad. I don't know if you use this. Have you ever used Drizzly before to order booze at all? Uh, no, it feels like the markup would be a lot because isn't that the problem with most of these delivery services? And I get it. You don't have a car. Like you're in a different situation than I am, but it doesn't warrant, I am not buying enough alcohol for it to warrant me doing this. Cause isn't the, I would imagine you have to pay something for it, right? Yeah, you do. But it's not bad. It depends. I think it depends on where you are, and it also depends on where you're shopping. But the only reason I mention that is because, and I did not realize this, Drizzly is shutting down because Drizzly is owned by Uber. So they're shutting down the Drizzly app in like, I don't know, March or something. And then that way they want to make you use Uber Eats to have any sort of food or drink ordered. So if you're like me, Someone who's like, ah, I'm too lazy to go down and get myself some liquor. Like Catherine and I, we use this all the time. Like, hey, let's get a couple of bottles delivered. We don't want to go out. It's cold or whatever. We'll just have delivered right to our door. It's great. And now it's going away. So for someone like me who enjoys a good drink, it's a sad day. Single tear. Why are you so morally opposed to getting groceries? <laughs> like, I don't understand uh, this. Like, I get it. You don't have a car, right. but... Wouldn't you save yourself a lot of money by just going to the grocery store? Well, here's the thing. It's it's not like it's crazy expensive. Now, it is more expensive, but if this is about like risk reward or cost reward. For me, like the most important thing is, is time, right? Like I Very risk. my my time is is the one thing where when you're working on mm-hmm. a show where you're working this early, you're constantly, you know, prepping or I'm doing something else like Anything that I can do to save myself a couple hours or an hour and a half is super important to me. So I think it just depends on the life you lead and where you are. But for me, 
I can, I don't have a car, so I would walk down to the grocery store. And then if I fill up too many bags, then I can't really walk them back. I'm not going to take an Uber to the grocery store. So I think it's just different lifestyles where, yeah, it's a little more, but also mm-hmm. I don't want to walk, spend two hours in the grocery store and then try to lug back all of the groceries that I need a few blocks. Do you like, I'll do it from time to time, Catherine. And I'll just pop down and oh, we need a few things. Let's go get something. But as far as like big orders, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's so wild to me that like food delivery is such a big thing now. Because I remember growing up, we lived so far out that they wouldn't even deliver pizzas to us. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so cool. One day, if I'm ever in a big city, I can order a pizza. And Jenks, do you ever look back at your old life? Because I know you grew up in the country, too, and think, Mm -hmm. boy, have I come a long way from that country boy from I'm trying to remember the name of your town. What is it? Breckenridge, Texas. Texas. Breckenridge, buckaroos baby the buckaroos you know you're from the country when your mascot is a buckaroo we had three restaurants in town there was ernie's spanish kitchen there was ken's chicken and fish and then there was sonic and the anchor was open once in a blue moon i think they have a couple more now but when i was growing up if you wanted to go out it was like all right pick one of three maybe four depending on if that fourth restaurant stayed open so to go from there to, hey, whatever you want, just click on your phone and it'll come to you. Yeah, that's hard to believe. Yeah, in such a short amount of time. Because, you know, it's crazy if you're thinking about somebody's grandpa saying, food delivery, back in my day, we had rations after the war. But it really hasn't, it's been in like the last couple of decades where everything is available for delivery. And don't get me started on Amazon. You know, it feels like you don't even have to leave the house. You're like, oh, it can be delivered in like 12 hours. If you click within five hours and 55 minutes, you're like, oh, well, I'll just do that. And I'll never leave my house ever again. (laughs) Exactly right. Oh, man. Things have come a long way. And now I'm absolutely going to look for wings at nine Eastern. And I bet I can't find them. We'll see what I can do. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Nick Costas, host of You Better You Bet You Know Nick. He will join the crew live from Las Vegas. He and Nick, of course, or he and Ken, I should say, out there doing their shows all week. If you missed our conversation with Lucy Burge, and trust me, Lucy, as you might imagine, had plenty of opinions about the halftime show, about Taylor Swift, about the Grammys. This is her time, baby. You can always check out each and every segment from this show by downloading and subscribing to The Daily Tip wherever you get your pods. All right, Chelsea, let's make the peeps some cashola. Time to place your bets. Chelsea, it's time for you to stop losing a bet by a half point. I mean, you've been right there. So where are you going tonight? Dear betting gods, please, please let me win a bet and don't make me lose these bets by one or two points. I am begging you, please. All right, so tonight's bet is going to be on James Madison, going to be laying the four and a half with the Dukes on the road. Normally, I'm not a huge favorite, uh, a huge fan of taking road favorites, but I feel like the metrics suggested here. James Madison has been one of the best teams in the mid-majors all season long. If you look at the current mid-major rankings, they're sitting at eighth in the country with an overall record of 20 and three. Two of those losses coming to App State, you know, one of the teams that's even higher on the mid-major poll. So now they're going to Arkansas State. And if you look at the metrics, 
you're kind of wondering why this line is only four and a half. Maybe that's the fishy part because both of these offenses are pretty solid, but the difference here is the defense. JMU, when it comes to the defensive metrics, top 40 in both effective field goal percentage with their opponents uh, only hitting 46% of their shots and also really good when it comes to turnovers on both sides of the ball. They can create uh, turnovers on the defensive side and they're taking care of the basketball, which is a great thing when you're going on the road. I think this is the metric you look at if you're taking a team on the road. They have to be able to take care of the basketball, and James Madison has done a great job at that. Situationally speaking, this is where the Dukes have actually been better, covering 6-2 and two on the road this year against the spread and straight up 16-2 and two as favorites. Arkansas State just 2-8 and eight straight up as underdogs this season. Let's go JMU laying the 4.5 tonight on the road at Arkansas State. All right, Chelsea, you know me. I'm going back to the ice. Wild three-way money line, minus 135 against the Blackhawks. Now, full disclosure, whenever I fade one of these bad teams in the NHL, like the Sharks, the Blackhawks, I don't know why. They tend to rise up and say, don't you fade us. But, man, this is due to come home. First of all, Let's look at the Wild versus the Blackhawks and this matchup in particular. The Wild have won 10 straight against the Blackhawks. And during that stretch, they have covered the puck line seven times. So when they win, they generally win by more than one goal. The Wild have the advantage in almost every single metric. All we're asking them to do here is win in regulation. Minnesota, three-way money line, minus 135. Let go. Okay, quick question. Is there a reason you do the three-way money line instead of the puck line? I don't think you ever do puck line. Uh, well, honestly, if we're if you're talking about if we were doing if we were counting units on this show, the puck line would get mm-hmm. you plus money. So, since we're generally about wins and losses on this show, this is a, an easier way to get a win if we're being honest. And now sometimes I will say, when you're talking about a bad team versus a bad team, you don't necessarily want to go puck line. And also Covering the puck line is not easy, but if you have a huge mismatch and you're looking for some plus money, that's when you really want to go with the puck line. Gotcha. Not a hockey gal, so just thought I would ask. All right, time to get to the eight ball, see if he likes our bets today. Let's go with James Madison for me laying the four and a half on the road at Arkansas State. Reply, Hazy, try again. Let's go. Uh, you may rely on it. All right, at least some luck is going in my favor, which is a first this week. All right, so for Jinx, we're going with uh, the three-way money line for the Leafs. Let's see if the eight ball likes it. Eight ball says, my reply is no. Oh, All right. Not a hockey guy. Well, if you want to check out each and every show on the BetQL Network and the eight ball, it's easy, twitch.tv slash BetQL. I have one more bet for you. A little skittish on this one. Leafs money line minus 142 hosting the Stars. I just like this spot. For Toronto, because the Stars are playing on the back end of a back-to-back, even though they are great on the road. And I think we get Scott Wedgwood in net tonight instead of Jake Ottinger. And Ottinger stopped like 48 shots last night. He's going to be exhausted. Also, the Leafs 8-2 and two in their last 10 against the Stars overall. They average an impressive 3.42 goals per game. Leafs money line, minus 142 in Toronto. Okay, let's do your bet. QL five-star best bet. You know the drill for the trends, the insight, the analysis, the video. Everything you need to make more informed bets. Download the BetQL app. Donkster. 
10, 1, and 1 in his last 12. He says Stars Leafs over six and a hook. And UTSA at Wichita State laying the nine with the Shockers. Let's find out what's coming up next on Beck Hewitt And of course, we bring in our friend Aaron Hawksworth. Aaron, good morning. What's coming up on the show? Good morning. We'll have Sammy P on from Nesson. Oh. You guys know him. Yeah, he's always fun. And Nick Costos will join us from Vegas. I want to hear about all the uh, excitement that our coworkers are having in Vegas. Oh, I heard, uh, don't get I heard me there started. might be some drama. Joe O says there might be some drama going on. I was like, drama? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> For us? Is the drama in the room with us? Are we the drama? No, I think it's happening oh. in Vegas. Yeah. Ah. Well, now no. I really want to hear about it. Same. He won't tell me. He just texted me. I'm like, come on, man. Spill the beans. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron, are you betting on any of these exotic props? Have you had your fill of Taylor Swift talk? Uh, yes. I'm a little burned out on Taylor Swift talk, to be honest. And now the new album and people are looking into that i'm just like i'm not even a taylor swift fan i'm happy for her and travis kelsey i think they're Same. gonna get engaged this summer but i don't need to be uh all in on taylor swift bets i'll pass oh from your lips to god's ears i like them too like i like them it's just like okay guys come on just a little worn out all right hey have a great show, Aaron. Thanks for being with us. Good to see you as always. We're out of time on the Daily Tip from Becky Hill, presented by Madam Jim. That is Chelsea Messenger, live in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Michael Jenkins, live in the nation's capital. Thanks for joining us live across the country, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the east. We will see you right early tomorrow. See ya. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.